Hi, am I on the air? Yep. Fuck. Thanks. Do I have everybody's attention now? Do I have everybody's attention now? Don, I got you. Don, Do I have everybody's Sunday attention night. now? You put them cameras on me, then you must be willing To get that heart touched, this a must-see feeling The news ain't good, then it must be villain So I say it's tag grounded, I don't trust these feelings Spread across your nose, and I'm on your air Highest next on the cloud, am I in the air? Sunday night's prime time, I flex mine better Voltron transform to DX Don, mega And unseen, you probably think I'm nice Cause I slow like a stream to your wireless device And the smoke full of steam on any given night, I'll show up like a piece of any given slice. And for the latest and what is best about I, tune in and tune the rest out, Don. You gotta tell them, am I in the clear? Is this thing gone? Am I on the air? On the air. What is going down, everybody? Welcome to another edition of Am I on the Air? I am your host, Don Mega, and welcome to the show. It is a Monday, November the 24th. Today's episode, Season 9, Episode 13, show title, Gobble Gobble. Yes, Gobble Gobble, just because in a couple days it's going to be Thanksgiving. And uh, so this will be the Thanksgiving edition episode of Am I on the Air? Uh, no movie reviews this week to tie in for the show title. Um, I will be checking out uh, Hunger Games Mockingjay Part 1 on Wednesday. So I will have that review on the next episode. Sorry I couldn't get to it in time. It was a busy, busy weekend. My daughter just turned one, had a big party and celebrated, and it was pretty awesome. And uh, now we head into Thanksgiving. So Early Happy Thanksgiving to everybody out there. I hope you all have a great time. I am definitely very thankful for this show and thankful for all of the fans and everybody that listens on a weekly basis and tunes in to hear me break down the news and the entertainment world. It's uh, always a blast to bring it to you, and I'm glad that you decide to come back week after week. So... Let's jump right into the news. It should be a nice, quick, short show like last week, especially without a movie review, so we'll get right into it, all right? Uh, First up, TV Land has canceled Hot in Cleveland. Yes, I know a lot of people actually really, really like that Hot in Cleveland show, but it is no longer. So, R.I.P. Betty White and Hot in Cleveland. Um, From Hell is being developed over at FX, and HBO has ordered a pilot series for Westworld. Two big adaptations uh, that these networks are going to take and do something very special with, from what I hear. So, pretty awesome. From Hell will be on FX, and Westworld will be on HBO. Uh, CBS has finally set a premiere date for Mike and Molly. Uh, I don't know why Mike and Molly doesn't debut with the rest of the shows, on TV when the seasons begin, but they 
they like hold off on it and then they try something new and then it fails and then they take it out and they got to bring Mike and Molly back. <laughs> so I don't know. Um, but Mike and Molly is going to be returning on December 1st over on CBS and they're going to be airing uh, two hours of it um, between eight and 10 um, and then a rebroadcast of Scorpion that night. So your new lineup over on CBS is going to be Two Broke Girls, Mike and Molly, um, uh, Mike and, let's see, Two Broke Girls, Mike and Molly, yeah, and then Scorpion, and then NCIS Los Angeles. So um, the reason that Mike and Molly's been pushed up is because of the recently canceled um, Millers, the Millers. Um, So... Like I said last week, I I like the Millers and the sucks it's gone, but I really do like Mike and Molly as well, so I'm glad to finally be getting that back. The Flash and Arrow have landed on the cover of TV Guide as their big crossover episodes are coming up here in the next couple weeks. I'm looking really, really forward to that. I love both of these shows. These are probably my two favorite shows on television right now is Flash and Arrow. And the fact that they're in the same universe and they got these crossovers that happen... Um, is, is awesome. For those of you who don't know, the show will be having a big crossover here in about two weeks. Uh, it'll start on The Flash, and then leak. the episode will continue on into Arrow the next night, so that'll be really, really cool. Um, it's official. We've talked about this movie a while back, but then heard no word on it, and I was thinking, oh man, maybe they're not going to do it. But it's official, and it's going down Creed has been greenlit and it is coming. Creed is the Rocky spin-off film um, that's going to basically follow Apollo Creed's son, who's going to be played by Michael B. Jordan, uh, who is the new Johnny Storm in the new Fantastic Four movie. Uh, he was in Chronicle. He was in um, That Awkward Moment. He was in Fruitvale Station. Really, really good actor. Um, He's going to play Apollo's son, who wants to follow in his dad's footsteps, wants to start boxing, and actually goes to Rocky with Sylvester Stallone reprising his role um, and ask him to help be his manager, to help train him. And it becomes all about the the relationship between Rocky and Apollo's son. So the movie is called Creed. Uh, No release date yet, but this is something that... Like I said, is just finally getting the official greenlit go on, and I'm 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 happy for this. I'm a big fan of the Rocky series, and I think this is a really cool way to kind of see that character on screen again without having to make him step into the ring at you know 70 years old, because <laughs> um, it just wouldn't make sense for Rocky anymore. Um, and especially because Rocky Balboa, the sixth film in the franchise, was definitely the best. Um, this makes the most sense to kind of bring him out of retirement and have him help train somebody new like Apollo's son. I love it. So Creed coming soon. Uh, Fox is looking to do uh, an American remake of the show Luther. Luther is the BBC show that Idris Elba stars on. And uh, so they're looking to make uh, an American version of it. No word on if it'll go through or when they're looking to do this, but they are definitely very interested in bringing it on. Um, Director A.J. Edwards has been hinting that he may be making a Star Wars spin-off film, and if he does, his film will follow Mace Windu. Mace Windu, of course, the Jedi played by Samuel L. Jackson in the prequel films. So this is... 
purely rumor at this point. This is just something this director said. It has nothing to do with Lucasfilm or Disney or anything like that. Um, Christopher Nolan has released a interstellar comic book film that will uh, fill in the movie's backstory, if you're interested on in getting another look at that. Uh, Peter Berg is going to be directing The Hunt for El Chapo for Universal Pictures. That'll be one of his next projects. Uh, Fox Pictures has picked up the Boston Marathon drama movie called Boston Strong. Um, we had reported on this movie before uh, Casey Affleck was attached, but it looks like Casey has actually just dropped out. So they're going to have to refill that role. In some sad news, Tracy Morgan is still fighting to recover from the severe brain injury that he sustained back in June from that car crash that he was involved in. Uh, he's having a lot of trouble regaining his motor skills, and they're saying he suffered some really bad brain damage. And they're trying really hard to get him up to speed, but they don't know if he'll ever be the same Tracy Morgan again. And that is super sad. I, I really like Tracy Morgan and everything he's popped up in. And, you know, I, I hope he can make a full recovery. Uh, TBS has already renewed American Dad, so that's cool. TBS, of course, took over American Dad from Fox and was trying it out on their network, and they, they jumped right on picking this up for another season. Uh, FX has picked up a new Tom Hardy diamond drama called Taboo, so that's pretty cool. So Tom Hardy coming to television, and we'll be doing a special show called Taboo on FX. Uh, Bill Eichner, uh, a, Bill, a Billy Eichner comedy um, from Amy Poehler has been ordered straight to series over on Hulu. Um, first picture of of David Spade rocking his mullet uh, as Joe Dirt Two has officially begun production. Uh, Fox's So You Think You Can Dance has been renewed for a twelfth season. CW has renewed Top Model. We have the Honest trailer for The Little Mermaid, and it's a little too honest, <laughs> to be honest with you. We have a trailer called The Duff. This looks very odd, and, and I had to watch it because I was like, what the hell is a duff? Watching this trailer, I found out that it means... Um, Oh man, why well, I forget already what the D stands for. But the U in the FF is ugly fat friend. So I don't know if it means dating the ugly fat friend or dissing the ugly fat friend or Oh, designated stupid. Duff. Designated ugly fat friend. There it, it kinda takes place in high school and they're talking about how all the hot chicks always have one because it makes the hot chicks look even hotter. Um It looks pretty damn silly. But you can check out that trailer. We have another trailer for Miss Julie, starring Colin Farrell and Jessica Chastain. We have the new trailer for Project Almanac. Um, looking, I'm looking very forward to this movie. It's produced by Michael Bay. It's kind of a time travel movie with these kids who find this device that allows them to time travel. And, of course, they start messing with time and winning the lotto and winning money and buying cars. And But, of course, you can't go changing that much time without some bad stuff happening. And that's what goes down in Project Almanac. Uh, this movie was originally titled Welcome to Yesterday. It was actually supposed to come out back in February, and then they pushed it back and they uh, went back and did some reshoots and kind of changed it up a little bit and then they retitled it Project Almanac and this is the first trailer since the movie's uh, retitling. 
Um, let's see here. The Lego Batman movie is going to acknowledge every era of Batmans. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> I don't know if all those guys are going to come back and do voices for different Batmans, or if they're just going to show these Batmans that obviously represent like the different movies. But they're saying that every Batman, uh, every Batman from a film is going to be represented in the Lego Batman movie. <laughs> it's funny. Alright, so the next X-Men film takes place in the 80s, so there's been a lot of speculation that they're going to look to uh, bring in a younger uh, actor and actress to play Cyclops and Phoenix in Apocalypse, so you can get the younger versions of the roles played by James Marsden and Famke Jensen. Um, The guys in this report, (coughs) excuse me, I really have like no clue, um who the hell they are, but the girls that are up for um, Jean Grey are Elle Fanning, Chloe Grace Moretz, Haley Steinfeld, Uh, so those three are the big ones that they're looking for, I'll tell you, I really like Chloe Grace Moretz, and I like Haley Steinfeld, I don't think Elle Fanning should be in this group at all. I know some people really like her, and they like her acting and everything, and that's all well and good. She's not Jean Grey, and she shouldn't be even looked at for this role. I'm sorry. Um, But Chloe Grace can do it, and you all know she can kick some ass as Hit Girl in the kick-ass movies. We know that, you know, she she can definitely pull it off. But I think the best would be Haley Steinfeld. I mean, she won an award for True Grit. She was awesome in Ender's Game, so she can kind of do some action, too. She looks the most like Famke Jensen, so... If I had to pick from those three, I would definitely do highly, uh, Haley Steinfeld, but I would definitely take uh, Chloe Grace as well. Uh, for the guys, you have Timothy Chalamet, uh, who had a little role in Interstellar. He was, um, I think he was Matthew McConaughey's son uh, before he becomes Casey Affleck. Um, ben Hardy, uh, who was in a show called EastEnders, and Charlie Rowe, who was on Red Band Society. Like I said, I'm not really familiar with the three guys, so I can't really speak too much on them. Um, but that's that's the current rumored casting of the people that they're looking at for the young Cyclops and Phoenix in X-Men Apocalypse. So, yep, yep. And by the end of the show, I will have breaking news on X-Men Apocalypse, so I'm going to make you hold on for that one. Um, and I mean breaking, like within the last like half hour of me doing this show. Rosamund Pike from Gone Girl, she is eyeing the lead character in an adaptation uh, of storied careers, The Mountain Between Us. So, I did not read that, so I do new. Uh, congratulations to Chris Hemsworth. Of course, Thor himself has been named People Magazine's Sexiest Man Alive. So, very, very interesting this year. Um, makes sense, he's a good-looking man. So congratulations to Chris Hemsworth. Um, We have the first new trailer for Disney's Cinderella. This is the live-action version of Cinderella. Uh, NBC and Netflix have scrapped their uh, projects that they were going to do with Bill Cosby um, due to all of the allegations that have been going on in Bill Cosby. I decided not to really sit and report on what's going on with Cosby. Because it's just, 
it's just a little bit too much. Um, but basically, in a nutshell, a lot of people are coming out and saying that Bill Cosby has sexually assaulted them throughout the years. I mean, some uh, the first lady, I think, was said she was in 1960-something, and then every day somebody new comes out and says the same thing. So he was supposed to do some stand-up tours. The dates are getting canceled. NBC and Netflix were going to do something special with him. They've canceled, so... Good luck. We'll see what happens with that. The Bellas are back in the first poster and trailer for Pitch Perfect 2. Yep. The pitches are back. Is the tagline to this movie. You know, Pitch Perfect wasn't all that bad. It was a movie that my wife saw and loved, and my stepdaughter loves it. And one night she was like, you got to watch it. You make me watch all this stupid stuff all the time. So I was like, fine. And it actually was pretty cute. It was pretty funny. So uh, I actually laughed several times at the trailer for this. So we'll give it a shot. You know, we'll see for Pitch Perfect 2. It'd be interesting. Alright, and some more casting news, actually going back to Marvel. Of course, we all know that Netflix is doing some Marvel TV shows. They're finishing up Daredevil right now. Um, They're going to do Iron Fist, and then they're going to do Jessica Jones, and they're going to do Luke Cage, right? Jessica Jones, I believe, is the next one up after Daredevil, then Luke Cage, then the Iron Fist, and then they're going to do a big kind of Avengers-type thing called the Defenders that will have all of them together. So... The latest reports that are coming out are saying that we have four actresses up for Jessica Jones and two actors up for Luke Cage. Um, Let's see here. Um, We're looking at Kristen Ritter, Alexandra Daddario, Teresa Palmer, and Jessica DeGao. So, honestly, I like... All of these chicks, to be honest. Um, Teresa Palmer, I don't see her fitting into this all that much, so I would probably take her out. Um, but Jessica DeGao's good. Um, I really like Kristen Ritter. She'd be awesome. Um, but my big pick is definitely Alexandra Daddario. I love Alexandra Daddario. She is so sexy. Perfect body, perfect attitude. She's great in everything I've seen her in. She's awesome, and I think she would be so cool to see in the Marvel Universe uh, as Jessica Jones. So my fingers are crossed for Alexandra. Um, If not her, then I hope Kristen Ritter. If not her, then Jessica DeGal. And if I have to, I guess I'll take Teresa Palmer. I like Teresa Palmer, I just don't really see her in this role. Uh, But some good, good choices here from Marvel looking over. Who knows? It'll probably end up being none of them, but there's some good ideas there. Um, For Luke Cage, they're looking at Lance Gross, uh, who is in the show Crisis, and uh, Mike Coulter, who stars in Halo Nightfalls, uh, that new series. Um, I don't really know too much about either of these two guys. Uh, The Halo Nightfall guy, Mike Coulter, he looks really good in the previews for Halo Nightfall, so if I only have those two to pick from, I'd say give it to him for Luke Cage, but, uh, you know, we'll see. I'll definitely keep you posted on what comes out of this, but so far, so good. I'm liking what I'm seeing, and go Alexandra. Uh, Keanu Reeves is in talks for a new sci-fi thriller called The The Penoptopkeon. I don't even know if I said that right. The Pano... The Panopticon. 
Topicon. The Pen of Topicon. I don't know. It's a sci-fi thriller. When you see a movie called The Pen of Topicon, you'll be like, oh, that's that movie he was talking about with Keanu Reeves. Uh, Guy Ritchie has found uh, his new King, his new Merlin in his King Arthur movie uh, with Demion Hansu, who most people will know recently from Guardians of the Galaxy. So congratulations to him. Um, oh, Fox has ordered the remake pilot for Luther. So we were talking earlier about that pilot stuff and them looking to do a Luther show. They've ordered the pilot, so we're going to... Maybe see that come on. Speaking of Luther, though, Idris Elba will reprise his role uh, in Luther for a two-episode series that will air in 2015 on the BBC. This isn't for the Fox one. But it is to be noted that Idris Elba is being listed as a producer for the American version that Fox just ordered the pilot for. Um, I got some good news for you if you like Longmire. Longmire has just been picked up for its fourth season. I know you're like, wait, didn't you just tell me the show was canceled last week? I did. The show was canceled, but look who came to save the day. It's Netflix. Once again, Netflix has saved it. Um, Longmire will get a fourth season from Netflix and look for ten brand new episodes in 2015. I do not watch this show, but I'm glad uh, that the people that do are going to get another chance to watch it some more. Alrighty, let's keep it rocking and rolling. We got the first official trailer for Peanuts. Uh, the, of course, Charlie Brown movie that's coming out here soon. Looks uh, looks pretty cute. We have another trailer for uh, Son of a Gun, which stars Ewan McGregor. We have a trailer for um, Danny Collins, which stars Al Pacino and Jennifer Garner. Uh, the Steve Jobs movie that Sony was going to do, uh, the one that's been shifting around, Christian Bale was going to be Steve Jobs and he dropped out, and last week I was reporting that Michael Fassbender was being looked at, well, the project is dead now. Sony has officially scrapped it, uh, another studio may come in and pick up the rights, but as of now, uh, the movie is dead over at Sony Pictures. In an update for the Billboard 200, they are finally updating the sales charts, and they will be incorporating streams and track sales. So very cool and very smart, because I mean, that's how a lot of music is purchased these days. They should be incorporating that stuff into how these songs are charted on the Billboard charts. Uh, TV Land has pulled the Cosby Show repeats. Just more stuff on that Bill Cosby front. Um... Hunnam is also going to join that movie with Rosamund Pike in The Mountain Between Us. He's just been added to that. Uh, Everything Wrong With, our newest Everything Wrong With, is Maleficent. (laughs) So, yeah. We have another trailer called The Age of Adeline, starring Blake Lively and Harrison Ford. We have the another trailer for The Wedding Ringer, starring Kevin Hart and Josh Gad. This is a Red Band uh, Twitter trailer. Seen a lot of movies going this way lately, which is like a Twitter trailer where they do some pre-screens, and over the trailer they flash everybody's tweets saying, like, this movie's awesome, like, this is the best movie ever, this movie's so funny, because they take it for straight from the fans. So, uh, Martin Campbell, director of such movies as, as Casino Royale, GoldenEye, and Green Lantern, he is being rumored as the front, uh, the front runner 
to take on G.I. Joe 3. So this is a really good step in the right direction. Uh, the guy can definitely write action. He can definitely write spy movies. Uh, he's a great director. And, hey, if he can take G.I. Joe 3, let's do it, baby. Let's do it. So that is pretty awesome. Um, I don't know how I feel about this, but Melissa McCarthy is going to be playing Tinkerbell in a new upcoming live-action comedy directed by Sean Levy, uh, who did Night at the Museum and Real Steel and stuff. Um, I don't know, man. I, I don't know what direction they're going with this. There's not really any more news to this about, like, is she going to do motion capture? Is this... Like a spoof, <laughs> like what? I don't, I don't understand. Um, I love Melissa McCarthy. I just, I'm not getting the connection with Tinkerbell right now, so I'm not going to really address any more on it until I know more about this film. But just so you know, that's the news. Um, Paul Greengrass is looking to take on a big screen adaptation of George o- Orwell's 1984. Um, award-winning director Mike Nichols has passed away at the age of 83 years old, so our condolences uh, to his family and friends. The um, first trailer for Jurassic World is coming out on Thanksgiving, I believe Thanksgiving night, uh, 6 o'clock West Coast, 9 o'clock East Coast, so definitely check that out, it's going to be awesome. We posted a little teaser on the site, uh, on our Facebook and Twitter pages you can check out, it's like 10 seconds, it just kind of shows real quick the park and Chris Pratt and Bryce Dallas Howard and stuff uh, but I'm excited it's going to be awesome I'm interested in this too, Tom Cruise is being sought after to take on Sean Connery's role in the Highlander reboot movie they've been trying to reboot Highlander for quite some time now um, of course this was the movie um, you know, where he's an immortal and um, goes through all the ages and just can't die unless somebody cuts his head off. And they've been wanting to... Um, Christopher Lambert played the awesome Connor McLeod. And Sean Connery was like the mentor uh, Highlander in the original film, in the sequel. Um, I like the, the thought of Tom Cruise stepping into that role. I think it's awesome. I love Highlander, and I, I'm really looking forward to this reboot. If they cast somebody really good for Connor McCloud. I know at one point Ryan Reynolds was attached, but he dropped out. So we'll see who they get for that. But hopefully Tom Cruise signs on, because I think that's pretty, pretty cool. According to Andy Serkis, he says that the Planet of the Apes series might not just be a trilogy, and that they might expand way past that. So, not really any more news to add to it, but just kind of, you know, we might be getting way more Apes movies, which I'm totally down for. I love those films. Mel Gibson is in talks to direct Andrew Garfield in a World War II drama. So, that'll be interesting to see Mel back behind the camera. Um... You know, uh, and it'd be cool to see Andrew Garfield just step up and do something big outside Spider-Man. I'm very happy about this news as well. Get your blue steel ready because Zoolander 2 is finally moving forward. Yes, Zoolander 2 is coming, and they just added Penelope Cruz to the cast. Uh, Owen Wilson and Will Ferrell are also expected to reprise their roles from the film. I'm so excited about this. I've been waiting for Zoolander 2 for so long. So bring it on. Let's do this. Because that Hansel is so hot right now. Uh, Better Call Sal, which is the Breaking Bad spinoff, that is set for a February 8th debut. 
So check that out over on AMC. Glee's final season is going to debut in January, and it will get an 11-week run on Friday nights. Uh, Hobbit star Martin Freeman is in talks to join Tina Fey in her new movie, The Taliban Shuffle. TBS has canceled Sullivan and Son. I never watched the show. I know a lot of people did when I posted this news a couple days ago. I got a lot of tweets back with people disappointed about it. So, um, yeah, unfortunately, TBS has canceled Sullivan and Son. Uh, last week, when I ended the news on the show, I talked about CBS possibly going dark over on Dish Network. Well, they've agreed to a new short-term contract extension, so they'll be hanging on a little bit more. Uh, Bryce Dallas Howard is in talks to join Pete's Dragon. Chris Pratt, looking like one of his next movies he's going to do, is a film called Cowboy Ninja Viking. Yes, that is the right name. Cowboy (laughs) Ninja Viking. I don't know much about this. I believe it's based on the comic series. Supposedly, the CIA goes after people that are trained... um, Trained people that have multiple personality disorders, and Chris Pratt's character uh, has a multiple personality disorder, who thinks he's, one, a cowboy, second part thinks he's a ninja, and the third (laughs) thinks he's a viking. So depending on what multiple personality is going on, he's either going to be one of the three. Um, For not knowing much about this, the premise sounds hilarious, and with Chris Pratt behind it, You can just imagine him being a cowboy, a ninja, or a viking. This sounds pretty awesome. Sign me up. Let's do it. Cowboy Ninja Viking with Chris Pratt coming soon. Uh, Jared Leto has been dancing around his uh, Joker role in the Suicide Squad just a bit. Um, Not really much news to talk about on this other than, you know, he's he's not confirming nor denying that he's going to be in the film. Um, let's see here. We have a new trailer for Lap Dance, which is based on a true story, has Carmen Electra in it. Uh, Doctor Who's Matt Smith is going to be joining the Hunger Games' Natalie Dorma, uh, Dormer for a new zombie movie called Patient Zero. Uh, Stephen King's The Stand is being converted into a film, and they're now saying that it is going to be four movies long, because it's such a big adaptation, uh, and that they already are working on forming a secret cast. They're trying to keep it on the down low, but we'll let you know if we find out anything. Um, We have an article up with Fox announcing the additional winter premiere dates for their new shows. Uh, the Warren Ellis comic series Global Frequency gets a pilot commitment over at Fox. Um, Hunger Games Mockingjay Part 1 is, you know, like I said, that came out this past weekend, and it's set in records. It, it that, Just on Thursday night showings alone, it brought in $17 million um, to have the biggest Thursday night of the year. It also brought in... Um, the biggest one-day take of the year on Friday as well, with, I believe, $55 million. And, of course, it won the weekend with the biggest debut of the weekend, which we'll get to when we talk about the box office. The final season of Justified premieres on January 20th over on FX, so you could check that out. A lot of people love Justified. January 20th is when you'll get another dose of that. 
we have the first poster for Get Hard, which is the new comedy starring Kevin Hart and Will Ferrell. It looks pretty funny. I can't wait to see a trailer for this thing. Um, Brenton Thwaites, I believe is how you pronounce his name. He was in the movie The Giver. He was also an Oculus. Um, he is just signed on to Pirates of the Caribbean 5. Uh, Tina Fey's new show that she's producing uh, was supposed to debut on NBC next year. Uh, it, NBC actually just gave the rights over to Netflix, and now Netflix will be doing the show directly, so that's pretty cool. Um, director Gene Mark Vailey is in talks to direct Amy Adams in a Janis Joplin biopic film. So, that's interesting. Um, Channing Tatum is going to direct a um, young adult drama called Leonard Peacock. Adam Pally is going to be exiting the Mindy Project. He's leaving. Um, Queen Latifah show has been canceled. Ellen Barkin has joined Showtime's new show, Happy-ish. Ratner has booked an arc on Sci-Fi's Haven, so he'll be popping up here on Haven for, I believe, a four- to five-episode arc of his character. We have a new trailer for a movie called The World Made Straight, starring Haley Joel Osment and Minka Kelly. Another movie trailer for Match, starring Patrick Stewart and Carla Cugini. Uh, Cugino, sorry. Um, let's see... Going through here. Uh, FX and FXX has set some more premiere dates for their shows like The Americans. We just talked about Justified, which is going into its final season, and Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Um, so let's see here and see what we got in the breakdown. Um, American Horror Story Freak Show will return from its short winter hiatus. It'll be back. Uh, Season finale of American Horror Story will air on January 21st. Uh, Archer will return for its season 6 on Thursday, January 8th over on FX. The following week, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia will celebrate its 10th season with a round of beers over at Patty's Pub starting on Wednesday, January 14th at 10pm on FXX followed by the debut of the network's newest comedy, Man Seeking Women, at 10.30, starring Jay Barichell. Uh, As a native 20-something, the series chronicles the ups and downs of his search for love. Um, But lest you won't worry that FXS has gone soft, listen to the logline. He'll experience one-night stands, painful breakups, a blind date with a troll, time travel, sex aliens, and many deaths, and a Japanese penis monster named Tanaka on his fantastical journey to find love. Wow, I'm definitely adding that to the DVR. Um, <laughs> and then later in the month, Justified will kick off its sixth and final season um, over on Jan- on Tuesday, January 20th. And um, last but not least, Carrie Russell and Matthew Rise will return for a third season of The Americans on Wednesday, January 28th at 10 p.m. on FX. So lots of premiere dates and new stuff coming uh, over on FX and FXX. Let's see. 
Mockingjay Part 1 uh, is number one at the global box office. Now, this is worldwide. It brought in $275 million over the weekend. Congrats. Um, it, it's, a, it's the biggest opening of 2014, um, but it's also the lowest opening yet for the franchise. It made less money in its opening weekend than, than the original Hunger Games and Catching Fire. So that's kind of shocking, but you know what? For me, it's not shocking because I've been telling everybody that I thought they did a piss-poor marketing job on this film this year. Um, there's been hardly ever any advertisements. They did no good trailers. Um, I don't feel like the studio has really backed this film like they did the other ones. The awareness level is down, even so much to the point to where, I mean, my wife is a big fan of the series, loved the first two films, loved the books, dying to see all these movies, and she even was like, eh, when this came out, and was like, we'll go see it when we go see it. Last year, she was pregnant with my daughter, and was like, if I'm not in labor, we're going to the theater to see this movie. She was so adamant to go see these films, and now she's kind of like, eh, and I feel like a lot of people have this attitude now with this franchise, like, her point is that they're taking too long. You know, like, instead of keep doing it, like, a year after year after year, they should be doing these now, like, every six months, especially, um, you know, Mockingjay Part 1 and Part 2, they shouldn't be a year apart, they should be six months apart, because they've already stretched this thing out, it's, it's taking too long to, you know, finish this damn franchise, so, yeah, great numbers, nothing to, nothing to laugh about, but it's the lowest of the franchise, uh, we have the full list of the American Music Award winners that was on last night. So if you want to check that out, you can see all the winners of the 2014 American Music Awards. Um, ABC has scrap, scrapped the John Stamos dramedy called Members Only. So, that sucks. Um, Emmy Blunt has uh, spoke up about the fan casting of hers, Captain Marvel. In, in uh, of course, the Captain Marvel film. Uh, she says she hasn't been contacted by Marvel yet, but she's gotten so much love from people saying how she'd be such a great Captain Marvel that she's definitely interested and open to the possibility. So come on, Marvel. I want to see Emily Blunt as Captain Marvel. Let's do this. Uh, and some really cool uh, trailer news. The Star Wars Force Awakens trailer is going to debut in select theaters this Friday. Um, I actually posted an article just a little bit ago, uh, this news just broke today as well, um, but I just posted the news a little bit ago of all the theaters that are going to be showing the trailer. The trailer is going to be 88 seconds long, it's going to be a little teaser, um, no word yet when it's going to debut online or anything, but it will be playing in front of movies at these select theaters all over the United States. So go ahead and take a look at the list on our Twitter page. Um, and see if it's playing at a theater near you. But very excited. I can't wait to see the first teaser for The Force Awakens. I posted a picture this morning of the first look of Hugh Jackman uh, in Pan. So he's doing that new Peter Pan movie. He plays the villain Blackbeard. Uh, he looks pretty cool. You can't even really tell it's, it's Hugh Jackman. So uh, Constantine is going to be halting production at 13 episodes this season. Um, it doesn't mean the show is not canceled. Uh, they are looking at a second season possibility still, but NBC has decided to kind of do like a, 
like a Sleepy Hollow type thing with this show, where it's really good, and, and it's a good fleshed season at 13 episodes. There's no need to do like a full 22, 23 episode season for something like Constantine. It makes sense to me, so they'll stop it at 13. Um, there's a, They said there's even a possibility that they might bring it back next year uh, as kind of like a second part of the season, uh, and, and the door is not shut on a second season, so we'll let you know. Let you know what ends up coming out of this. Uh, I really like Constantine, so hopefully the people continue to support it. Uh, one of the producers on the movie Wanted has given an update on the sequel. He says that the script is getting really, really, really good, and that um, they're getting closer to hitting the point of getting the movie together. And I'll believe it when I see it. Wanted's one of these films that they've been promising me a sequel on for years, and we're not any closer to it. So, I'm glad to hear that they're still working on a script, but until I hear a green light, I'm not going to get too invested, because I loved Wanted, and I would love to see another version of it. Uh, it's official, Rachel McAdams, Taylor Kitsch, and Kelly Riley are going to be co-starring in True Detective Season 2 with Vince Vaughn and Colin Farrell. Let's see here. Uh, it's official, Katy Perry is going to be headlining the Super Bowl halftime show. Uh, Christoph Waltz is reportedly playing Blofeld in Bond 24. We talked about him being the villain in the next Bond movie, but now they're saying he's actually playing Blofeld, uh, one of the classic Bond villains. Redbox is going to be increasing its daily rental fees for movies starting next week. Uh, right now they charge $1.20 for DVDs. It's going to go up to $1.50. And if you want a Blu-ray, it's going from $1.50 to $2.00. Um, and in the last piece of news, this is that breaking news I was talking about for X-Men Apocalypse, they've cast Apocalypse, and no, it's not Tom Hardy, which kind of sucks, because he was the, you know, the rumored report from a couple weeks ago is that Tom Hardy might be Apocalypse, but I like it. They have cast Oscar Isaac as Apocalypse in the next X-Men film. Uh, Oscar is somebody that could be winning Oscars. He's he's that good. The guy is one of the biggest sought-after actors in Hollywood right now. Um, he did Inside Lewin Davis last year, which was up for multiple Oscars. He was up for, you know, Best Actor. Uh, really good job in that movie. He is in Star Wars The Force Awakens. He's in Episode Seven. We're not sure who he's playing, but he's one of the main characters in the next Star Wars film. So his star potential is going to go through the roof. And now he's signed as Apocalypse in the next X-Men film. I'm stoked. I like the guy. I can kind of visualize him as Apocalypse. I don't know if he's going to do more motion capture or anything like that, because Apocalypse is pretty damn big, and Oscar isn't that big of a dude. Um, but who knows, you know, with movie magic and if he bulks up a lot. Like, I'm not sure. I'm not sure how they're going to play it, but I can tell you that this is a huge casting announcement uh, for X-Men Apocalypse, casting Oscar Isaac as the title villain in the next film. So, pretty cool. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, that is your news for the week. Let's go over to our box office and release dates. On DVD and Blu-ray tomorrow, you're going to have The Expendables 3, The Giver, and The November Man. Okay? Um... I'm excited with Expendables 3. 
just because the Blu-ray is the unrated director's cut. Um, as you all know, Expendables 3 came out rated PG-13, uh, and it really bummed a lot of people out, including myself, because it felt very held back. I hope that maybe the Blu-ray kind of adds some, you know, light to that. Um, I actually did post, I don't know where I missed this news, but um, earlier today as well, they did an interview with Sylvester Stallone for the Blu-ray release of Expendables 3, and he goes on to say how the PG-13, um, you know, rating that they shot for was a massive um, <laughs> disappointment, and it was a very big miscalculation on their part. He said that you know the studio really wanted to go PG-13 to widen the audience, but he said instead they ended up getting less of an audience because people were unhappy with that decision. You know, people want to see the Expendable movies for what they are, which is you know that hardcore, tough action, violent blood, <laughs> you know, cussing. We want to see like those old eighties old school action movies and that's not what we got and he understands that now and he says i guarantee you if we do a fourth film it's going to be violent it's going to be rated r and we're going to get our groove back so uh it's a really cool article that came out today he talks about you know getting mel gibson in the movie and about the future of the franchise and all that stuff but i'm glad to hear him say hey we made a mistake and we did a pg-13 and we're sorry and we won't make that mistake again good for you sly because nobody wanted a pg-13 expendables in theaters on Friday, actually some of them starting on Wednesday, is Horrible Bosses 2 and The Penguins of Madagascar. I'm so excited for Horrible Bosses 2. I'm planning to see that Wednesday night as well. I'm going to see Hunger Games Mockingjay Part 1 earlier in the day, and I think I'm going to go see Horrible Bosses 2 that night. So um, <clears throat> I'm, I'm excited. So next show, I should have reviews of Hunger Games Mockingjay Part 1 and Horrible Bosses 2 for you. Let's do the box office. Coming in at number 10, it's The Theory of Everything with $1.5 million. Number 9 is Birdman with $1.9 million. Number 8 is Fury with $1.9 million. Number 7 is St. Vincent with $2.4 million. Number 6 is Beyond the Lights with $2.6 million. Number 5 is Gone Girl with $2.8 million. Number 4 is Dumb and Dumber 2 with $13.8 million. Number 3 is Interstellar with $15.1 million. Number two is Big Hero 6 with $20.1 And your new number one film in America, The Hunger Games Mockingjay Part 1, bringing in $123 million. Uh, with that $123 million, that marks uh, this Hunger Games movie being the biggest opening weekend of the box office for the year. Uh, the previous holder was Transformers Age of Extinction, which did $100 million. So this did $123. Uh, but like I said, lower than the previous two. The first Hunger Games movie did $150 million over the weekend, and Catching Fire did $158 million over the weekend. So both of those films did over $150 mil. This did $123. So a Big substantial drop, even though it's still a massive movie, and like I said, nothing to kind of cry home about. Um, you know, the studio probably has to feel a little disappointed just because people, some people were expecting this thing to make like 200 million opening weekend, and I don't know. I don't know how this is going to end up in the in the long haul uh, for the franchise, but still good numbers and still the biggest 
debut of the year. That'll do it, ladies and gentlemen, for our latest edition of Am I on the Air? Let's do some shout-outs. Uh, number one, I want to shout-out this week with the geek. You know, my boy Geeky Pat. You can follow him on Twitter at geeky underscore pat. He's got his show this week with the geek, talking all things geek culture. And I was a special guest on his show last week as we did some video game reviews. We mainly talked about WWE 2K15 on the PS4, uh, reviewing the next-gen version of the game. And uh, we did our first impressions, talked about what we liked, what we didn't like. Uh, we also discussed Grand Theft Auto V on the PS4 and Call of Duty Advanced Warfare. So if you're into any of those games and you want to kind of hear a review, head on over to reddragonsradio.com and check out This Week with the Geek. Look for the episode called two, uh, WWE 2K15 First Impressions, and you'll hear our breakdown on all those video games. It was a fun time, love talking it, and uh, it was good stuff, so go check it out. Uh, of course, we want to shout out our home radio network, which is reddragonsradio.com. Uh, that is your one-stop shop for some great podcasts. Go to reddragonsradio.com. Follow on Twitter at reddragonsradio, and you can always be up in the know for everything on podcasts. So listen to shows like us, Am I on the Air, our spinoff show, Am I Still on the Air, This Week with the Geek, Out of the Riffs, The People's Forum, Pro Wrestling Nation and the Brothers of Destruction podcast. Lots of good stuff there for all different kinds of genres uh, in the world of entertainment. So, reddragonsradio.com. Of course, follow us on Twitter at Am I on the Air. Follow me on Twitter at DXDonMega. Um, you can like us on Facebook over at facebook.com slash Am I on the Air. You can download us and rate and subscribe over on iTunes, if that's your thing. Uh, you can find links to all of this stuff on our official webpage, which is amiontheair.com. If you go to amiontheair.com, you can see trailers, you can see box office results, new releases, listen to the show. You can get all the social media links I just talked about if you want to follow us and like us on Facebook. You can get the link to our iTunes page so you can subscribe. It's all right there on amiontheair.com. So thank you once again for tuning in to this episode, Gobble Gobble. Hope you all have an excellent Thanksgiving weekend. Uh, enjoy. Go ahead and stuff yourself. And uh, we'll catch you on the next episode. Till then. Peace. Red Dragons. Red Dragons!